Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Watering the Soul. It is your host, Kayla. And one, I just want to say hi. I pray everyone is doing good. I am sorry for the delay this week. I'm on a vacation with my family. Um, I was just more focused on spending time with them more than anything. And then I had a very important church meeting the other day. So it's been a very busy and long week for me. But now we are back on track. So um, before we even get started, before I even do anything, um, one, there are no announcements for this week. Um, Yeah, no announcements for this week. We are going to be focusing on a specific topic today. And then next week, um, God willing, we'll be able to do the the gifts of the spirit because it was going to be that was the topic that was supposed to be for this week. But God put something else on my heart that someone needs to hear. So, with that being said, I'm going to pray us in, and then we're going to go from there. So, um, by your heads, close your eyes, by your head, keep your eyes open. If you're driving, please keep your eyes open and say, keep them on the road. Keep your eyes focused on the road. <sighs> Holy Spirit, we welcome you into this place. We just want to say thank you so much for everything that you're doing. <sighs> thank you for the yeses. Thank you for the noes. Thank you for the not yets, and thank you for the goes. Lord, you're just so good, and may we just continue just to to remain in you. I pray, Lord, and just want to say thank you, God, for using me as a vessel to reach your people. For, Lord, this is your podcast, not mine. So everything that I say and everything that I do, I want it to be for your glory and do it for your glory, even on my worst days, even on the days when I'm told no. Even on my celebratory days, Lord Jesus, I just still want to continue serving you. I give you my heart, my mind, my body, and soul. And may you let your will be done today, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. All righty, everyone. So today's topic is called worry. So um, today we're going to be based on Matthew 6 verses 25 through 34. So um, before we even get started with that, like I wanted to just, let's just take a breath. Um, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know which, what type of news you got today. I just want us to all take a very deep breath. All right, ready? Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. All right. So worry is a big thing that is very prominent in our society is between worry, depression, and anxiety. So I know you're like, Kayla, but like, we're allowed to worry. Oh, yeah. I never said we couldn't. I'm a I'm a big emotional person. All right. I get emotions. But the thing is, though, it's like society basically teaches us to worry about the things that we can't control because they're teaching us if you don't have control, you have reasons to be worried. No, we're going to put an end to that today. So before we even get into like this big old deep conversation, we're going to define worry and anxiety because usually those two are the ones that go hand in hand, correct? You know, so worry, the definition of worry is to give way to anxiety or unease to allow one's mind to dwell on difficulty or troubles. I'm going to say it again. Worry means 
give way to anxiety or unease to allow one's mind to dwell on difficulty or troubles. Like, how crazy is that? Like, the fact that anxiety is in the definition of worry says everything that I need to know. All right. Now, we're going to define anxiety. Yes, guys, I know that there are a lot of definitions of anxiety, but I did some research. I've prayed, and this is what the Lord put on my page. Okay? Okay, cool. Anxiety, a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. So you guys see how crazy that is? Worry and anxiety are in each other's definitions. So when we say, oh, anxiety is a feeling of worry, but worry gives way to anxiety, that's pretty crazy. Anxiety is basically us worrying about something that doesn't have a specific outcome. Worry is for us to dwell on those difficulties or troubles because we're anxious about what the outcome can be. Does that make sense? We're going to continue, all right? So those are the two definitions of worry and anxiety. Keep in mind that they both are in each other's definitions. That's crazy. So now that we have the definitions, what they are, how they're basically somewhat interchangeable, I'm going to tell you guys the difference between anxiety and worry. All right? Worry, you tend to experience worry in your mind. It is about everything more than anxiety because you're focusing more on the specifics than anything else. So worry, you tend to experience worry in our minds. It is more specific. Like, oh, I'm worried that my leg isn't going to get better. I'm worried that this isn't going to happen. I'm worried that my daughter is going to get sick. Like, it's those little things. Like, it's super, super specific because you know what you're worried about. When you are worried about something, it's not like, oh, I'm worried about what's going to happen in 15,000 years when I'm not even around, like, now it's like, oh, like, I'm worried about this one specific thing. I'm worried I'm not going to have enough finances to pay my bills. I'm worried that I'm not going to be able to get through whatever I'm going to get through. I'm worried I'm not going to get through this depression episode. Yeah, that's worry, all right? Anxiety, on the other hand, we generally experience anxiety in our bodies, so it's more on the holistic side. Um, So usually, guys, to throw an example out there, when I get anxious, I have a feeling in like my gut area. Does that make sense? Like right above the summit, but right below my chest. So it's like that like kind of midsection that I get like the feeling, you know, and I feel it in my body. But when I'm anxious, it doesn't usually just stay there. It actually drains the, the entirety of energy in my body. And that sucks because it's like I want to do things. I want to keep encouraging people. But when I'm getting anxious, like, I tend to freeze up. My best friend, Matthew, and Vanessa, as well as my boyfriend, Clemente, and my mom, um, the four of them specifically have seen that personally. And, like, I tend to freeze where I tend to, like, start, like, messing with my nails. Like, anxiety is with our bodies. Like, we are showing it basically to the outside world. So, like, if I'm anxious, y'all, I usually be, like, bouncing my leg, messing with my nails, like, we generally experience anxiety in our bodies. Um, like I said, it's more on the holistic side. So like, it's physical. Worry is mental. Anxiety is physical. If we just want to keep that a buck. 
yes, anxiety is part of the mental health, but anxiety we usually see from the outward, yeah, from the outward appearance, all right? Maybe you tell when someone's nervous, you know, when people go on stage and they're just kind of standing there, you see them trying to take a deep breath, like, that's anxiety, that's anxiousness, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, continuing on. Our quote of the week is from Craig Groeschel from Life Church. I love him. He is one of my favorite pastors. He said, because we are born sinners, we tend to default towards fear instead of defaulting towards faith. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> that's a bar. Like, I'm going to say it again. Craig Groeschel said, because we are born sinners, we tend to default toward fear instead of defaulting toward faith. And so with that whole thing being said, if you guys can open up um, your Bibles with me or your phone Bible app to um, Matthew chapter six, um, <laughs> specifically, we're going to be focusing on verses 25 through 34. And what's really interesting is in my Bible, it the title for this passage is Do Not Worry. So welcome to Do Not Worry. Um, obviously this podcast is called worry, but don't, don't worry y'all. Okay. So in Matthew six, something that Craig Groeschel pointed out was, um, God points out five things that we do not need to worry about in this passage. So if you guys do take notes, that is so cool. If you guys don't, um, just keep an open ear. So five things that God tells, tells us that we don't have to worry about in this passage is finances, food, fitness, fashion, or future. All right. So Matthew 6, 25, we're going to read that verse real quick. It says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? So Matthew 6, 25, therefore, do not worry. That's the first thing that he says. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. So anytime, so like I said, I've been doing research. I was watching sermons. Um, so apparently in the Bible, anytime that you see therefore, look at the verse before that for context. So in this case, obviously, Matthew 6, 24 would be the context. So then I can read you guys Matthew 6, 24, which says, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate one and love the other, or you will be destroyed to the one and despise the other. Oh, sorry, devoted. Sorry, y'all. You will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. So God is saying, don't worry so much about your finances. Because, you guys, God has everything in control. So. Do not over-focus over your finances or over-obsess about your finances. We cannot serve two masters, y'all. It's either God or it's the world. You got to pick one because you're going to be devoted to one and despise the other. If you make money your idol, you're basically saying, God, I trust my finances more than you do. Then I, I trust my finances more than I do you, basically. Sorry, y'all. Uh, a lot of uh, today. So that's finances. All right. So do not worry about your finances and do not worry about food. 
or whatever because God has it taken care of, all right? Now, if you guys want to go with me to Matthew 6, 34, do not worry about the future. So Matthew 6, 34 says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So with that, God shows us how not to worry, you know, because we don't have to worry about it. He said, he always says, therefore, so let's read the context before then, Matthew um, 633, the seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So may we continue to seek God because the more that we seek God, the less we worry about tomorrow. Because if we're going to keep it a buck, y'all, and be honest, tomorrow is not promised or guaranteed to anybody on this earth. If you're awake and you're alive and you're listening today, it's because God's not done with you yet. Okay? So do not give up. Do not throw in the towel. And don't worry about the future because he tells us not how not to worry, which means... In the previous verse, because it says, therefore, seek the kingdom of God. So how do we not worry? We seek God. All right. And Matthew 6, 26. We'll read that verse to you guys as well. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in the barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Y'all, God loves us way more than he loves the birds. And the birds don't even worry. Birds are flying around trying to find food, but they don't have doubt because they know they're going to find it. Why? Because God provides it for them. Everything on earth will obey who our Father is. So why aren't we? So now we're going to break down um, the difference of concern versus worry. Because, yes, guys, those are very two different things. So one, concern. Concern focuses on the challenges and moves you to action. I'm going to say it again. Concern focuses on challenges and moves you to action. Worry, on the other hand, focuses on what is beyond our control and results in inaction. So you guys worry but has anything ever gotten better with you worrying? You worry, but when you are in your worried state, do you do anything or do you sit down and just hope that the worry subsides because you don't want to do anything because you're scared? We cannot be scared and we cannot let our worries sit in us. The birds don't worry, but you don't see them sitting around in their nest all day or you don't see any crow just sitting in the tree like, oh, well, the the food the worm's gonna come to me or whatever crows eat. No, they are flying around looking always. We always point out the beauty and how the birds fly and stuff, but it's like we never know what they're looking for, but we know that they're always moving. But then when it's time to rest, they rest. How come we can't do the same thing? So when we worry, guys, we are saying, God, I don't trust you. Which is so interesting to me. Because it's like, as Christ followers, we know who our God is and the miracles that he's capable of and what he's capable of. Yet when we worry, we are contradicting on who we know God is to be. So another quote for this week um, that Craig Groeschel said was, what you worry about is the most, 
oh, sorry, what you worry about most reveals where you trust God the least. And that hit me. Like, I was watching the sermon when he said that. I'm going to say it again. What you worry about the most reveals where you trust God the least. So like I said, I was prepping for this podcast, watching his sermon, and um, that quote hit me. I really had to pause and walk around. And I was at a coffee shop, so I had to pause and, like, get up and move around for a second. I'm like, ooh. And, like, for me, guys, that's my finances, um, trust in my relationships, communication, and finding a job. So I'm just going to break it down. So with finances, um, God and I have had a lot of conversations about my finances. Um, I'm currently searching for a job, and that's been kind of hard. Um, and it's just been very chaotic. Like, I had a job, I got injured, and it was just, it was bad, y'all. Like, super bad. <laughs> but we don't, we don't talk about it. The people were great, though. But um, it was just, it wasn't okay, you know? Um, trust in my relationships. Trust in relationships and communication goes hand in hand because it's like, I love talking to my friends. I love talking to my boyfriend. But it's kind of hard when you're growing up and you realize that the time that you used to have isn't the time that you have now. And that gets frustrating because, like, babe, like, communicate with me. like, Or, like, Vanessa, like, hey, girl, like, what's going on? And she doesn't respond for a couple of days. And it's just, like, dang, like, I have to remember that everyone has their own life. And it's not like I don't trust them, you know, but it's just, like, trust that they're going to get back to me. That's the, that's the thing. And finding a job also that goes hand in hand with my finances. So that's just been kind of hard for me. So those are the things that I tend to worry about the most. But shout out to God who's been helping in um, growing my character because it's like every time I do get anxious, um, I allow myself to cry, but I welcome him in so I could cry in his presence. And then I'll put on some worship and he'll speak to me through that. So there has been a lot of growth in that. Um, God is good. So um, that's that. So let me ask you guys this. What do you worry about the most? If you're say Caleb and my kid going to school, because I know school's back in session. Um, my kid's skin, his my kid's health, my health, my financial situation, my church life, if I'm worthy enough, if I look good enough. What you guys worry about the most is where you trust God the least. So welcome him in today. Like, hey God, um, I'm worried about X, Y, Z. It could be one thing. It could be many things. I feel like I don't trust you in these aspects because worry continues to set in every time I think about it. I welcome you in. And I trust you that you will help me overcome these feelings because you always show up. You always have and you always will. And I would pray that prayer, guys. And I'll pray that prayer also for us at the end. But um, we're going to continue. So our job during this whole thing, Kayla, that we talked about worry, like what's our job? What are we supposed to do? Matthew 6, 33. Seek the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So seek his kingdom first. When we start to worry, panic, etc., may we seek first his presence, his goodness, and his mercy. And when we do that, everything will be added unto us. So then, with that being said, is God first in your life? Now you're kind of sitting here like, oh, Kayla, what do you mean by that? What I mean by that is, where does your mind go when it drifts off? When it's 
in a very manic state when it's in a very confusing state? Do you go to anxiety or do you go to God? Do you go and allow yourself to fall into a depression or do you go to God? Where do you go? I go to my sister. That's cool. That's great. But what can she do about it? I go to my I go to my mom. I go to my dad. That's awesome. But what can they do about it? You know? They can hear you out. But what can they do about it? And this time, you guys, this is an opportunity for you to put him first if you already don't. When your mind drifts, where does it go? Does it go to God's glory or does it go to anxiety? First Peter 5, 7 says, cast your anxieties onto him for he cares for you. Which he does. He cares for you. He always has and he always will, you know? This is your opportunity to put God first if you don't already. Don't let your mind drift anywhere else but to God. And for whatever reason, it, go, it does go to anxiety or go to depression. Run. Rebuke it. Rebuke anxiety, fear, shame, guilt. Guys, no. <laughs> we rebuke all of those right now because they are not from the Lord, and the Lord cares so much about his children. So may you cast your anxieties to God in every aspect. May you go to God when you're weary and when you're carrying a big load because Matthew eleven twenty eight says, come to me, all those who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. May you go and may you rest in God's presence because he truly does care for you. Whether you believe it or not, he cares for you. So do not ever think that he does not care for you because he does. He wants to carry your burdens. He wants to carry everything that you don't talk about. He wants to carry your depression. He wants to carry your anxiety. He wants to heal you from those very things as well, but you have to allow him to. So may you lay your life down Say, God, I'm tired of living for the word. I'm tired of being a slave to my anxiety. I'm tired of being a slave to my sin. I'm tired of being a slave to shame. And I give you my all. Please take my load. Take my anxiety. Take my depression. And at the same time, you're giving it to him. Rebuke those very thoughts that feel like, well, not feel like the very thoughts that say you are not enough, that you're not worthy, that you're not capable, that you're not called. Because with God, you are called. He doesn't qualify the call. He calls the call. No, 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 no. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Sorry, I was in it. Holy Spirit was moving. I started jumbling words. He calls you qualified and he calls you called. <laughs> Sorry, I was, whoo, I was in it. He qualifies the called. He does not call the qualified. You are enough. Your worry can go to hell. Shame could go to hell. Anxiety and depression could definitely go to hell. Because they're not from the Lord. Emotions are from the Lord. Do not get me wrong. But if they're keeping you away from God's presence, that right there is not from God. Something that I that really stood out to me in Craig Groeschel's, um sermon was um, what's going to happen with what you're worried about. So <laughs> he said three things can happen with the things that you are worried about. One, sorry, y'all, it may not even happen. 
the things that you're worried about might not even happen. So he did his research. He said less than 10% of what you worry about will happen. But your worry will rob you of peace and maybe even God's presence 100% of the time. That's huge. Less than 10% of what we worry about will happen. But 100% of the time, worry will rob us of peace and maybe even God's presence. May we not let worry rob us 100% of the time when only less than 10% of what we think might happen doesn't happen. Number two, it might happen, but it won't be as bad as you thought. I've had that situation so many times. Like, I'm going somewhere, and I'm getting, like, super, super anxious and worried about it. Like, oh, my gosh, what happens if I get yelled at? What happens if I get abused? What happens if this happens? And it ends up being, like, the whole polar opposite of what I thought it was. And I'm like, oh, this isn't bad at all. And it did nothing that I thought bad was going to happen happened. And that was great. The third and final thing is it may happen but God will carry you through it. I know there's some instances like, Kayla, I was so worried about this and it happened. Now I feel stuck. Mm, backtrack. You're not stuck because God is with you. And he will carry you through it. You may feel like, Kim, my legs are tired. I'm walking with God, but I feel like I can't walk no more. He will carry you. We often get to know God best when we need him the most. Which is beautiful to me. So, (laughs) may the times that are hard and difficult, may we take that time to get to know God even more. If you're a non-believer and you're going through it, take this time to get to know God. Because he knows you. He loves you. And once we get through our storm, we all know it's not going to be the last one. But may we still continue to get to know God even after the storm. Okay? Um, I have this book called The Daily Kairos. And I love it so much. Um, Shout out to my man who put me on. Because they're amazing. All right? So, and it's so funny, y'all, because... I didn't even, like, I knew the topic that I wanted to do for this week. And I was like, no, we're going to do worry. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I was watching the sermon first. And so then after I watched the sermon, I opened up my Daily Kairos book, which is called Daily Joy. Why did I open up the book, y'all? I'm not kidding. I literally opened up the book and the title of the devotional was called Worry, Unbelief, and Our Father is Welcome. I started crying in the middle of the coffee shop. And I've been super worried about a whole bunch of stuff. So I'm over here like, oh my goodness. Okay, God, I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. Let's just get this, let's, let's get it going. You know? So there's something in there. So the diva was written by Elise Fitzpatrick. So the Daily Kairos, you guys, is like a whole bunch of devotionals in one book. And they have all the different um, authors who wrote it and what book of the Bible you're going to be focused on, right? I'm like, that is beautiful. Let's do it. This woman, I also, her quote also had me up and moving around the coffee shop. (laughs) So she says, we worry because we're not convinced that God is both willing 
and able to provide for us. So we trust in our own abilities to control our circumstances, to work things out, to provide for ourselves, and worry grows. Why? Because we know that we cannot control anything. Yeah. So we're so when we worry, we're basically saying that we're not convinced that God is willing and able to provide for us. So in instance, we ended up trusting our own abilities to control our circumstances. But when we do that, our worry grows because we we know that we cannot control our situation. So with that being said, God has a plan for us. And may we hold on to that. May we not take our lives into our own hands. God literally has a plan for us. Jeremiah 29, 11, which says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans for hope and a future. Because when we worry, you guys, like we're basically saying, God, you, you don't know the plan that you have for me. And it contradicts who we know God to be. Like we know God to be a healer, a provider, a refuge, a safe haven, and all-knowing. So with all of that, you guys, I wanted to like take a step back. What are we so worried about that we're allowing ourselves to put more faith in our worry than our faith in God? Like take a step back. What are we idolizing? Are we idolizing our worry? Or are we dropping that idolization and serving the one true king who knows everything about us from the number of hairs on our head to the number of toes and fingers that we have on our bodies to the very amount of teeth that we have in our smile to the people who we're going to meet and who we have in our lives. Why are we so worried? Why are we contradicting who we know our God to be? A promise keeper. A victor. A king. Everything that we need him to be, he is. He's so powerful, you guys. And everything is his. So to close up before I pray for us, may we trust that God will do it, whatever that is, and provide that for us, even the basic needs. And may we not construct our own righteousness to try and prove we are worth caring for. We are worthy to him, and that is all that matters. So again, what you worry about the most reveals where you trust God the least. (sighs) Heavenly Father, we just say thank you so much for this episode. Thank you, Lord, for using me as a vessel and correcting my grammar. (laughs) I lift up my brothers and sisters to you right now, Lord Jesus, and my future brothers and sisters. Lord, I intercede and pray for every single person that listens. I pray and lift up the very thing or things that they worry about the most. And may they start trusting you the most in those things. Because what we worry about most is where we trust you the least. So may we continue to trust you more. Whether that's with finances, healing, our kids, schoolwork, friendships, 
relationships, Lord, whatever that may be. May we continue to seek your kingdom first. So when we start to worry or panic, may we seek your presence and your goodness and your mercy, Lord. And may we just continue to carry the fruit of the Spirit in in us, Lord God. We don't want to idolize our worry anymore. We don't want to idolize our anxiety, our depression, our sickness. We want to serve you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for loving us more than the birds. Thank you for reminding us that we don't have to worry about anything. What we wear, our future, food, finances, fitness, Lord Jesus, because you care for our bodies. But may we also take action to take care of the um, just of the vessels that you called us to be. May you provide for us, Lord Jesus. May we not default toward fear, but may we default toward faith. Worry, anxiety, shame, guilt, anger. I rebuke you all to the pits of hell because you guys have no hold on us. Satan, I rebuke you from our very thoughts, saying that we're not worthy, that God doesn't love us, even when we mess up. No, we rebuke you right now in the name of Jesus. Because when we worry or when we get anxious, we have a father that we could turn to. So Lord, may we turn to you in our anxiousness, in our anxiety, in our worry, in our shame, Lord, whatever that may be. And may we focus on you and default towards faith. So we just say, thank you, God. We praise you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Um. You guys have a great rest of your week. Stay safe. God bless. And please stay hydrated during this heat. And to all my people who are back in school, whether that's um, high school, middle school, or university, I pray you guys have a great school year. And may God keep you guys safe and protected. I love you guys. Bye. Mm -hmm.